there are things that people tend to overlook that they shouldn't be overlooking. Oh, and sure. I think you can kind of tell the difference because is it something that when you decide to just let it go, you can actually let it go? Or is it something that you say you let it go, but instead you're pushing it down? And eventually, yes. like, It'll, all it. the things that you push down are just going to overflow. It's going to be this big blow up where you're just like, you never do whatever. And it's yeah. like, why didn't you tell me this before? And right. Podcast 16. Yes. Boom, babe. How? Yeah. It's so crazy that we've done this many. I know. I just can't even believe it. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy filming. Yeah, them. it's so I like awesome. talking with you. Yeah. It gives us good bonding yeah. moments. I like being with you. And we have so many, like, uh, things that come up. I almost need a notepad so I can write things down while we're filming. Thank you. There's already words on this one. I have my own pen, thank you. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. Actually, I'll use a pencil. Why would you use a pencil? Because... Pencils smear. Then... No, they don't, because I'm right-handed. <laughs> so, podcast 16. Mm -hmm. We are the roots. Yes, we are. And this, this is the You, Me, Us Together podcast. Yeah. Did I steal your thunder there? Ah, it's okay. You do that all the time. My thunder is just like... Meh. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's been super windy all day, and so because we're in the RV, we like haven't been able to record at all t today. Yeah, it makes and noise it, like, when it's windy. Yeah, it's super loud. So it's calmed down. So we decided to do it now. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't um, start blowing in the yeah. middle of our podcast because I realized the last podcast we recorded. We thought the wind had died down, and then we started it, and then, like, halfway through, there's, yeah, there's some one. noises. So, if you're like, what are those weird noises in the background? It's because the whole RV creaks wind. Yeah, because we live windy. in a space with three-inch thick walls. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, like, really windy here. It's not it's just a breeze. It's super windy where we live. Yeah. So. So, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about how to know the difference between when you need to just let stuff go and when you need to address it. Yeah. Like, specifically when you're in a disagreement. Yeah. And we're, this is going to be specific to marriage. Yeah, between the between two of Between you. you and your spouse. Yeah. It's not... This doesn't apply necessarily to, like, disagreements with friends or with um, people in a position of power in your life or whatever, right? Yeah. It, those are all going to be a little different. This is specifically talking about spouses and in your home and trying to figure those things out yeah yeah where do we want to start with that um <clears throat> good question do you think there's an easy answer to that like if someone came up to you on the street and said how do i know when i need to let something go or i need to actually address it what would you say to them i would say if something if this thing that is bothering you right it, let's say it's something that's bothering you it's mm -hmm. a way to word it at least um, if this thing that's bothering you is affecting your quality of life, it's as a family, then you need to address it. But if it's something that's like a minor annoyance mm -hmm. where it's like, man, this really is annoying to me, but it really doesn't actually affect how we like how life goes, mm -hmm. then consider maybe just letting it go and letting it be and learning to live with it. Yeah, I think that's a good 
point to realize is um, if something is just annoying, then it's something that you can let it go. Yeah. I think if it's something that, um, there are things that people tend to overlook that they shouldn't be overlooking. Yes, there is, it can and, go either way. Yeah, yeah and I sure. think you can kind of tell the difference because is it something that when you decide to just let it go, you can actually let it go? Or is it something that instead of, you say you let it go, but instead you're pushing it down. And eventually, yes. like, it'll, all it'll, the things that you push down are just going to overflow and it's going to... Vomit them all over your partner. Yeah, it's going to be this big blow up where you're just like, you never do whatever. And it's yeah. like, why didn't you tell me this before? And right. Yeah. You so, realize and then you're really... like holding it over each other's heads. Right. Yeah. And that's not okay. We don't want to, it's never okay, especially in an argument to bring up things from the past. It's like, we're going to talk about this issue and this issue only. We can move on to things in the past if they need address, but we need to deal with one thing at a time. Yeah. Partially because the male brain, that's that's what we need. Or else we just get so, we just get overwhelmed. Like, where did this come from? I don't even know where the connection is here. Yeah, and it came from this other thing that happened yeah. however long ago that I decided not to address. Yeah. So, I you did bring up a good point where we need to, if we're going to overlook things, right? If we're going to say, you know what? This is a minor annoyance. It really isn't that big a deal. What we need to learn how to do is um, allow, you know, learn how to say, I'm just going to live with this and actually get over it. Yeah. Actually be able to let it go and not have to worry about it anymore. Because what a lot of people end up doing is they're like, oh, yeah, I've forgiven you for that or I've let it go. And they just haven't. And that's what you're saying is they stuff it down. Mm -hmm. Or they just like, it festers in them and they don't know how to release it. Yeah, and even if it is something that you can just let go, if you decide to stuff it down, it's going to turn into something that you can't just let go. Yeah, for sure. Because you're going to get so frustrated with them by doing it. Not just annoyed, frustrated. Right, and if things, if um, that may be actually a good indicator if there are things where you just simply can't let it go, it's totally fine to bring it up together when you're mm -hmm. together, right? It's fine to bring it up and have that conversation because what may happen is you may have built up this whole idea of what this annoyance is mm -hmm. and then you talk about it and they're like, oh, I didn't even realize I do that. I can stop. And it's like, seriously, I got so mad about that little thing and you don't even care. Yeah. Maybe it's not even that you don't care, but it's like, I didn't realize you didn't even know you were doing it. Yeah. Right? And something you need to remember is, I know that your spouse is annoying. I get it. Mine is too. Would you agree with that? Yeah. That my spouse think? is annoying. Yeah. You have to remember <laughs> that even though your spouse is annoying, you're annoying too. Yep. You're both annoying to each other because you're different people. You didn't marry yourself that's yeah. just been copy and pasted and you married somebody else and therefore they're going to do certain things slightly different than you and it's going to annoy you and you need to learn you need to decide am i going to learn to just overlook some of these annoyances look past them and just realize this is just how they do things but it's not hurting anything so it's okay to do that yeah. 
or am I going to pester them and nag them about every single little thing and that's going to just blow up and create even more conflict in other areas. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like something I didn't even realize was a big deal, but you have to bring it up to me, was throwing my work clothes in with all the other clothes. I just thought, well, they're all dirty. Just throw them all in the hamper. It's not a big deal. But what happens is then you just wash everything and then, or you, you have to sort through them every time or else you get grease stains on other things that are nice. Yeah. <laughs> we may not do laundry like other people do it because um, we don't sort our clothes by color. We throw them in all together. We just throw them all I'm in. I'm sorry we if are... that's annoying to you, but maybe you can overlook it for us. We are learning because we have more white things than we used to that... Yeah we kind of do have to separate some of that mm -hmm. stuff. We still don't, but we're realizing maybe we should start separating yeah. some things. But when we first got married, we ended up having to buy a laundry hamper that had two sections. Yeah. And a lot of people use it for like lights and darks, but we used it for greasy clothes and everything else because I was pulling clothes out of the washer and it's like, what's this spot on it? What's this stain? Where'd this even come from? Yeah. And it's your greasy clothes are getting grease on everything else. Yep. Because grease doesn't come out really. No matter how much detergent we would use. It's just like, it just happens that way. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> off on laundry. doesn't really matter. But the point is, you know, it was something that I didn't realize was a big deal. But you had to mm -hmm. kind of show me, you need to do this or else this, these things happen. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So um, why don't we talk about the three categories? Do you okay. want to do that? Yeah. Should I pull it out so I can remember? Um, pull the book out? I'm going to see if I can do okay. it. Okay. Well, so let me preface it. Okay. Um, we, you all know, if you've been following us for any amount of time, you all know that we work at uh, marriage conferences. We volunteer for family life doing these weekend to remember conferences. We do like four-ish a year. Anyway, part of their curriculum is fighting fair. That's one of the sessions that they do. Mm -hmm. And in that, they talk about this exact thing. They talk about um, when to let things go, when to... So, you want to give yeah. the categories they give for that? Yeah, there's three categories that issues can fall into. Yeah. And they're overlook, overcome, and overwhelm. Yes. So, the overlook category is what we've been talking about, where it's like little annoyances that you can just let go. Um, the, what was the other one? The overcome category is the second one. And these are bigger issues, not something you want to just overlook, but there's something that comes up that we can resolve right now. Yes. Uh, what's a good example of that? I'll think about it while you talk okay. about overwhelm. And then the overwhelm category is even bigger issues. A lot of times there are things that have just been like festering for a while. I think that's the right word, festering. Mm -hmm. um, and there are things that are going to take time to get over. Yeah, 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 for sure. But there is hope and you can get over it. Yeah, it's they, like these things that they need heat, uh, time to heal. Yeah. Right? And time to really work through the process. Yeah. Sure. Do you think that there would be a fourth category of these are things that there's no hope you can overcome it? 
I think so. Here's my struggle with saying that. Yeah. We believe that divorce isn't an option. Right? That's what we continue to say. Um, there have been instances... There are instances where it's like, this is has this is the option. Right? Divorce is the option. This is the only option. Mm-hmm. The trouble is, like... Maybe that's what we're saying is... That is the... That's what you're saying is that the that's the fourth category where yeah. it's like there there is no other option at this point. Yeah, I think it can get to the point where there are issues that come up that may not even be issues between the two of you. There there are paths that one person has gone down that has caused significant harm and they can't come back from it. Right. So and I would say illegal activities. Yeah. Um, things, is a big thing. I don't want to get into specifics or give specific examples because that is so far down the road that giving those examples um, could even could trigger people or it could be something that we just don't want to use that kind of wording on the podcast because we want it to be a clean and safe space. Um, But I think there is a fourth category where it's like this is not something that we can overcome. I just want to put that in there, but I do also think that that category is not something that people should jump to, and it is not something where people can, like, we should not really even remember that there's a fourth category, because in order to reach that category, I think you should have done a lot of things in the category before to try to help your marriage first, instead of just saying, oh, you did this, I don't think I can forgive you for this, so this is over. Exactly. Um... A lot of getting over the the third category, the overwhelm category, includes like um, outside help and working on your marriage in yes. very specific ways. Counseling. Um, Things that you can't necessarily yeah. always figure out just the two of you. Yeah, and I would say that category is mostly for external intervention. Yeah, and um, to get to that fourth category, are. I feel like you should have been through some external intervention or you should try to figure this out before you just say oh well you did this I don't like that absolutely I think that's unforgivable so therefore we're we're done which also I would I don't like saying unforgivable because I think that we're called to forgive there's not we're called to forgive if you think that it requires forgiveness we're called to forgive but we're not called to necessarily overlook certain things that have happened that can cause significant harm. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I know that's not really part of what we're wanting to talk about, but I want to... It came to my mind thinking, like, but what about extreme circumstances? Because we've seen some of those recently, and so it's on my mind. For sure. But I don't want to... Yeah, I know we're being super vague. It's simply, like you said, it's simply for um, making sure that people aren't feeling triggered or whatever from... Uh, words that we may say so we're just being vague hopefully you can fill in the gaps and understand what we're trying to get at yeah. um, and if you have any questions about any of that because I know it was very vague yeah. um, we are perfectly we're happy, happy and willing answer to answer questions. your questions if you want to send us them but they're not necessarily things that I think we want to answer on a podcast I agree So yeah and some of it is because yeah. it's uh closer to home than we would like yeah so, so i just thought i'm i thought of it so maybe other people would think of it and i wanted to address it absolutely but 
the three main categories yep. are overcome. Um, I always get the over no, overlook overcome. overlook overcome overwhelm. Yes. So, do you want to start with the first one, the overlook? Yeah, I think we kind of touched on it already. Yeah. Um, do you want to give an example of something you have to overlook for me? I have a few. Okay, go ahead. Shoot them. <laughs> um, one of them is that our our bathroom countertop, which is really small. It's like sink countertop is like this far. Yeah, it's tiny. It's, it's yeah. really small. Um, our bathroom countertop has become your dump all at the end of the day. When you My come in and empty your pockets, yeah. um, that is where you do it. Yeah. And it is a little annoying to me because I know I have to work really hard to keep that clean because I just have like extra products <laughs> and hair that goes everywhere and... Um, and then I look and I see like normal things like your wallet, your, my knife, my your keys, knife. And then my... there's like random things like a screw and a fuse. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and then the next day you go to your counter, your catch all, yep. and you pick what you need, your knife, your wallet, and you leave the screw and stuff. <laughs> and it just stays there for days until I, I don't know what to do with it. I, you have a little container with your floss. I don't know if you've looked under the floss, but it's full of all those little things. I know. Every time I'm out of floss picks, I, like, am digging for one. It's like, what the heck is all this junk? I'll just yeah. leave it in there and put it on top. But instead <laughs> of, like, getting mad about you for it, because it's just, it's an annoying thing, but I can get over it. Yeah. That's just how it is. And yeah. it's okay. And yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever get mad at you for it or talk to you about it. It's just how it is. It is funny that you brought up that part, that instance up because my same problem with you is about the bathroom sink. <laughs> what are you going to say? Um so like when we go to when we go out and you're doing you do all your makeup and stuff. Mhm. Your her okay. Your makeup bag is literally like one foot by eight inches big. It's, it's not one foot. It's like this big. Okay, maybe it's eight by six. It's it's pretty good size. A, it is a good size. All right, when you set it on the counter next, quote, quote unquote, next to the sink, it's halfway covered in the sink. Well, because our counter is not big enough to okay. have a spot for it. That's beside the point. Okay, sorry. What happens is we do that. Right, you use your makeup bag, it sits there, we go to our thing, we come back. It sits there for at least a day. Mm. Almost every time. I And so <laughs> I go to like wash my hands after the bathroom and it's like, okay, I gotta be careful not to get everything wet, I gotta like not knock over bottles that are sitting there and you know I just overlook it. Okay. And I use the kitchen sink to wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I made I a also, big deal out of that. It wasn't. No, it's it's okay. not that big a deal. I it just, just it made me think of just because something you can choose to overlook it doesn't mean you um, aren't allowed to bring it up to your spouse. But it means that um, if you're choosing to overlook it, you're not going to consistently bring it up to them because that's not overlooking it. Right. No, hold it over their heads. Yeah. And yeah. so I can ask you, hey, would I would really appreciate it if you could try to remember not to put all your stuff on the bathroom yeah. counter. But I'm going to choose that that's something, that's not a fight I need to take. Um, and you have so, to pick and choose. Yeah, it's something you have to pick and choose. It's not something that I need to 
I can overlook that one. That's easy. That's okay. And yeah. if you forget, it's not a big deal. Yep. I agree with that. So, because I still, I try to put my makeup bag away. Does it always happen? No, because I always run late. Yeah. Um, I would <laughs> but, say with these type of things, or the mm -hmm. overlook things, um, really often one partner is uh, more... Uh, focused on cleanliness of the house over another yeah or cares like cares to take the time to do the picking up and all that all the time mm -hmm. and so that is often a thing that people will have quarrels about they'll butt heads on yeah and so with all those things obviously like if the dishes literally never get done and you have an understanding that one of you is willing to do the dishes and they just don't ever that's something that needs talked about but like there are times where you will um, you have a habit of pulling something out and not putting it away when you're done with it and it's something where it's like sometimes I will say something mostly just to bug you right to Thank push you. your buttons yeah but um, most of the time I'll just like just, just grab it and put it away because it's like it's not that big a deal I know that's just how you are and yeah. it's not it doesn't bother me it's not yeah. the hill I'm gonna die on yeah we talked about um how you're always covered in grease and our greasy clothes I like we both like white a lot especially like oh white walls white can you see our office yeah I, we think watching. it looks really clean the problem is um grease is not clean no and there are always dirty fingerprints everywhere and that's just how it is that's just <laughs> being married to you and so it's something i just it's not even that it really bothers me that much but it's something i still had to choose this is just how it is this is yeah how he is and there's gonna be greasy fingerprints all over right our front our front door handle has a lot of because it's white not on, by choice, it's just the way the. Well, RV it's not white right now. Right, <laughs> it, it gets per fingerprints on it because it's like I'm out in the shop and I'm like in the middle of a project, but I need to run in yeah. here for something. It's like I'm not gonna spend ten minutes washing my hands yeah. to come in. It's something and that thing. I think about it, and I'm like, it's a little annoying, but I can easily just yeah. get over it. For sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next category is the overcome. Yes. And that's where <clears throat> things come up that are a little bigger that you don't want to just overlook because then you'll end up stuffing them down. Um, but they're things that have just come up or they're not very big things. And so there's something that we can just work through right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, things that we can work through right now. I would say... Man, I'm really having a hard time coming up with something. Um, I Tell me if I'm crossing a line, but um, I feel like often because I have a lot of emotions, you don't have as many emotions and you don't understand my emotions. Yeah. I'll be talking about um, this made me feel a certain way and I'm really struggling with this and I'm trying to explain to you how I'm feeling. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, I get what you're saying. And then like, you're like, you mean this? And I'm like, are you even listening to me? That is not what I mean at all. Yeah. And I'm, it's, it creates this argument between the two of us. And that's something where it's like, I don't want to just 
let it go because it's gonna get shoved down and it's like that'll build up for sure yeah because you you will eventually just think well he doesn't even listen to me yeah i think what's the point of even talking to him yeah um and so that's not healthy and but it's something that we can take a few minutes and we can work on figuring this out right now and we can get over it and get past it and be in an understanding that's a good example um i actually think one thing for me would be when when I say something and then you have to restate it in a different way um, with more words essentially because you don't feel like I uh, maybe communicated it clear enough or talking to somebody else or I think it's when we're talking to someone else and um, it makes me feel undermined mm-hmm. and a lot of times I have to like uh, you know, step away from the situation with you and say, I'm, I know you're just trying to clarify, but it makes me feel like my ideas don't matter or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's like, you just restated what I said with more words. Yeah. Right. And we've had to work through that a, a number of times. Yeah. Right. And I think it's getting better. I think what it is, is a lot of these things that are you, you need to just deal with it right then, and you can. Um, there are things that are often habitual things that we just do because of who we are. And it's something that we have to unlearn, almost, to love our spouse in a better way. Yeah. Right? Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And along those lines, another good example would be, like... Um, we've talked about before where there's certain things where you're crossing a line when you're um, talking to other people about your spouse. Like, there's certain stories you don't tell. There's certain... Yeah. And um, when you do cross that line, it creates conflict between the two of you, but that's something where you can just solve it right now. And you should solve it right now yeah. because if you don't tell them that they're crossing a line, they're going to continue to do that, right. and you're just going to build up and you're just going to be frustrated like you don't even respect me that's you see how you talk about me but they don't know that because you didn't tell them right that's actually a good point um because i know the situation you're talking about most recently and we're not i know we keep saying we need to deal with it right now but in like in that instance we were in the middle of a meeting with other people and mm-hmm. so you brought up the story and it did bother me in the in the moment but i chose to just let it be, move on, keep yeah. going through our our meeting, right? And then on our, we got in the car and on our way home, I was able to address it and we were able yeah. to work through it because you don't want to just make a scene uh, yeah. with other people. That's not what we're saying is just like drop everything right at that instant when you feel an emotion and mm-hmm. get it over with. Our point is these are things that they're like little pricks, right? Mm-hmm. It that poked me in in the wrong way and I don't want that to happen again mm-hmm. but we need to find the right time to do to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, sometimes it's we need to find the right time to get over this, but the difference is we are going to find a time and actually get over this instead of I'm just going to try to overlook it and yeah. not tell you that it bothered me. Absolutely. Yeah, because you don't want to fighting uh, we're going to say fighting. Fighting in public is um puts the wrong image people don't need to see that right um now sometimes it's necessary where it's like like 
there is tension there and you have to there are instances of that yeah but you don't want to put this image in people's mind that you guys fight all the time or whatever because it then makes people think certain things about you that aren't true mm -hmm. and so some things just need to be dealt behind closed doors if you will between the two yeah. of you and not in front of other people making a scene because that can actually lead to manipulation that can be one of the spouses wants to just deal with this right now you know you'll hear that a lot and it's like in public and what that can do is they're trying to manipulate the situation to get their way which yeah. isn't okay that's never okay mm -hmm. it's we do not want to be manipulating each other and mm -hmm. as humans that is our tendency yeah. we want to get our way we are selfish beings that's just how it is mm -hmm. and so recognizing man i that really i did not like the way you said that but i'm going to choose to bring it up when we yeah. are in the safety of our own space with the two of us yeah and it's something to learn like there's a time and place for some things i know we've talked about before that um, marriage advice that a lot of people give is don't go to bed angry but there are certain times when things come up at night and you are both too tired to rationally resolve a conflict yeah. and you really should say we're gonna put this on pause and deal with it tomorrow yeah but you're gonna deal with it yeah and even you're not setting gonna a say time. this is not the right time so we're gonna forget about it right setting a time tomorrow we're gonna deal with this tomorrow but it needs to be like actually schedule it in right mm -hmm. put it on your calendar yeah and because when... because those things if you say we need to deal with this later later isn't a time and neither of you know when later is yeah and it's something you just need to learn how to use your discretion there are some things where it's okay to do that and there are some things where even if it's a late night fight you this needs to just be resolved now and we need to be done with it yep for sure and i don't really know how to tell you how to tell the difference it's something you kind of need to there's, learn yeah there's this sense i know that between the two of us there's a sense that i can get where it's like i can tell that you are on edge because you're tired like i can even see your eyes or they look tired and so for the health of our relationship i think we need to reschedule this yeah right is that yeah i don't know so yep let's move on to overwhelm Overwhelm. Are your emotions heightened talking oh, about all this Oh stuff? my gosh, yes. <laughs> Overwhelm is the category where things are bigger, that they can't just be resolved in one sitting. Yep. A lot of times it gets here because you've neglected the other two situations, so maybe it's something that you keep trying to overlook that you shouldn't overlook, mm -hmm. or it's something that um, that should be in the overcome category that you're like, oh, I need to learn to overlook things and you just pass yeah. by it. It's a lot of things that build up. It's not super often things that just happen, but it can be. Um, yeah, a lot of times it's things that you don't realize are wrong that just continue to fester. Yeah. And this category takes a lot more intentionality to solve um, takes time and it can be very helpful to seek outside intervention like counseling or coaching in order to get through some of those absolutely and I do want to say if 
you feel like you need counseling, don't, um, don't be embarrassed about that. No. Like it's not a bad thing to seek help from other people. Even if it's not counseling, maybe it's, we need a mentor to talk through this with. Yeah. Like it's, it builds a stronger relationship to, to learn these tools and learn from other people. I would say that, um, with, finding someone to help you through some things, some especially conflict in your marriage, your parents are not the ones for that. Your siblings are not the ones for that. Uh, basically, family isn't... Uh, they are not the people to hear about your dirty laundry in your marriage. Just because uh, they, they have a bias, right? Mm-hmm. We talk to my parents. They have a bias about me because of they they raised me right we talked about your parents it's the same way right um and so i would say definitely being thoughtful and prayerful about uh, i mean pray about who you who you should be meeting with to talk about some issues yeah right and it may be some close friends that are willing to do that um i would say making sure they're christians friends because their perspective will be of a godly perspective Mm -hmm. and will help you lead you in that way yeah yeah um so i want to talk about some instances that would actually sorry one more point yep um i think also especially in this category these issues there is hope and they can be resolved but they can only be resolved from effort from both of you it can't be something where i realize an issue and i'm willing to put in the work and you say no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. It's not going to get resolved that way. It needs to be from both of us with a common goal. Yeah. And both of us we, realizing that there's an issue. We have heard stories. I To add on to that, we have heard stories of people that are like, this is a last, the last chance of my marriage and my spouse is not willing to flex on where they're on their stance. And so one spouse is then goes and seeks help from a counselor or a therapist or whatever. And um, we have definitely heard many stories where they are able then able to reconcile their marriage simply from um, one of the people learning, you know, my spouse probably mm-hmm. is feeling this way or I, man, I really am not doing a good job at this. And they are able to shift their, their mentality mm-hmm. and in turn, their partner is able to see that shift and then is able to step in and learn with them on yeah. how to work through that. But that's not something where one person fixed the whole marriage. No, it's, it's not. It's one person decided to take that step and the other spouse also decided to take that step. It was just further down the road. But the reason that they were able to reconcile and fix their marriage is because both of them were willing were to put in, in the work. Together. Absolutely. So. My point was... Sometimes it takes one person stepping yeah. up to do that. So, Just because your spouse says, no, I'm not willing to do that, doesn't mean you have to say, okay, all hope is lost. I guess like, there's nothing else I can yeah. do. You can still work on yourself and pray for them and pray that God will do some work in them that they will be able to in turn bring to the relationship so you guys can work on it together. Absolutely. Um, so I want to talk about some instances that this is actually... Uh, common things that fit into this category. Okay. 
like examples or some examples i don't know if we have a lot of personal examples but i just want to bring some up mm-hmm. um i would say addictions um are a big one mm-hmm. especially uh pornographic addictions can be something where you just can't fix it on your own yeah you have to have intervention like even alcoholic or yes a lot of just addictions in general that's kind of why i said addictions yeah um that's just a really prevalent one in marriage Mm -hmm. um i would say actually for men um having a mistress i'm not saying an actual mistress now sometimes that happens i'm saying um your um your job can be your mistress quote unquote right where it's like i spend all of my energy emotional physical everything for my job and i have nothing for my partner yeah by mistress you mean um not putting your partner as a top priority ever there's something that's always more important than them exactly so so that's that can be your work that can be um a hobby even right hobbies are great but they they can be taken too far absolutely Mm. um what else there are some other things those are just some big ones that i saw from yeah um, some speakers actually mentioned Mm -hmm. um, especially for just men get into those places yeah um i would say often for women it could be um some of your friends and gossipy uh, relationships are definitely a big one where if you are i would say men if you can recognize that and you your wife isn't willing to say no to certain relationships or whatever then definitely seeking help is valuable would you agree i agree okay um I feel like we haven't been through a ton of these, but one that, um... No, we haven't been married very long, so... Yeah, but there's one (laughs) that I can think of right now, and that's because it's something we're currently going through, and I'm not sure if it's even been resolved yet. Okay. But, um, you've started working with your brother a few days a week in the shop, and you spend a lot of time out there. Yeah. And, um... It kind of annoys me because I feel like you're constantly choosing him over me. Like, you just, you lose track of time really easily. So when you go out there um, and you say, I need to go do this thing real quick, you're often out there half a day. Yeah. Or even a full day. And I'm like, I thought you said you were going to work with me. And you're like, well, they need my help out there. And it's caused a lot of tension. And the reason it has blown up and become a big deal and the reason i would put this in this category is um that was a lot right there actually the reason i put it in this category is it's something that has gotten so deep that i feel like i can't just resolve it just once right just saying like how do we fix this oh that's the answer okay good we're done um but and it's led you to feel like you can't trust what i say yeah, yeah. it's um something that's gotten to this state because I have believed the lie in my head that oh this is just how he is you need to just overlook it right and it's one of those things that I've shoved down and I've tried to overlook and now it's built up and blown up and I realize I can't trust what you say when it comes to that I 
why struggle to trust what you say when it comes to shop time and we've had multiple conversations about it trying to work through it and it seems like like why are we having this conversation again we already had it but mm -hmm. the reason we need to have it again is because it's not resolved because it's taking a while to resolve absolutely so and i would say to that um it is 100 percent my problem because i have not set boundaries where boundaries needed set whether that's just on myself in um taking time to do projects when I told you I was going to do something else. Mm -hmm. It could also be setting boundaries between me and um, other people like John or my dad or anyone else that's up yeah. there. Right? Um, and so I think that's a big, that's on my shoulders. That's yeah. my problem. Um, the other thing is I started out making the excuse early on where it's like, I'm just comfortable out there. It's just so much easier for me to be out there instead of doing this. Right. Because like, emotions are hard for me yeah. <laughs> and so talking with you is emotional it takes a lot of emotional work mm -hmm. this kind of thing or actually trying to work on other things together that kind of thing right working with my hands is my happy place it's my easy thing right? yeah because i've done it for so long it's like i feel like i'm built for this mm -hmm. but it's like that's just a cop-out right doing something hard is going to be more rewarding in the end and I just need to get over myself but I've it's taken a lot of work to really learn okay I, it took you telling me I just don't feel like I trust I can trust anything you say anymore it took that for me to realize okay I need to set some boundaries yeah I need to say okay I will be out till this time and then I'll be in and it sucks because I go out there, right? And I'm in the middle of a conversation and I look at the clock and it's like, oh, I have two minutes until I said I would be in. And I have to like be abrupt and say, I know we're in the middle of this project that's probably going to be another hour, but I need to go inside. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it's created tension with me and my brother and all that. But the reality is I have to choose you over other people. And I have to learn time. That is helping me mm -hmm. learn time management where it's like, okay, I can do this thing, but then I have to go back inside. Stuff like that. Yeah. So I just thought that was a, was a good example of pushing things off and trying to overlook them and pushing them down until they blow up. Yeah. And also that this category doesn't mean it's only extreme things. Yeah. Like this isn't something that's threatening our marriage. But it is something that is going to take time to overcome. But we're both willing to put in the effort to make sure that we can get past this. Because we want our marriage to be as healthy and as strong as it can be. And we're not going to look at this and go, this isn't threatening our marriage necessarily. And so therefore it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would say another thing is, like, for guys, going out with the boys on Friday, right? It's like, is that you know, is that a wise choice for our family? <laughs> Stuff like that. So. For sure. Um, I also think, because we said that a lot of this category requires outside intervention, like our situation, I feel like we don't necessarily need counseling to get through, but it is to the point where um, it's going to be a lot 
lot harder to solve if we're not willing to let God in. Yeah. And I would count that as like outside intervention. Like Mm -hmm. this is something we need to pray about and we need his help to overcome because if it's just ourselves trying to overcome it, it's not, it's not going to work very well because we're both selfish people and we know that. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to want to be out there and I'm always going to want to be angry with you for not being with me. And so. Yeah. And that's, this situation has even become something where we've brought up with our friends on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of seek external guidance, like is this really stupid of me to be bothered by this or whatever? Yeah, um, and that's helped mm-hmm. on both of our ends, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I hope we kind of hit Covered the point. It. Yeah. Um. I think we did. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. about it. My emotions are up now. Oh man. <clears throat> Crazy. It's a new feeling for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This was a pretty heavy one. Yeah. We'll try and do a lighter one for the second podcast this week. It just is like... There's a lot of information, though. It wasn't just, let's brush over topics, I I feel like. There was a lot of information. Hopefully, it's palatable. Don't feel like you have to implement every piece of this this week or today. Um, Just have it on my mind on your mind be prayerful of it um Mm -hmm. and maybe take some write some notes and say maybe make a list like man these are the really the things that bother me daily right yeah and and categorize i'm like is this something we need to touch on or i just need to let this one go it's not that big a deal yeah make a list of all or the things you can think of that really bother you or that have been conflict and put them in the three categories overlook yeah. overcome overwhelm and kind of figure out like you can learn oh this is something that that bothers me but i guess i can just overlook it i didn't realize that before or yeah. um yeah this conflict did come up and we never resolved it so we need to work on that or this is something that's been festering for a while and um i recognize it and i need to bring it up to my spouse and we need to work through this. And it's yeah. going to take time and patience, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's great. Yeah. That's a good, good action point. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. If you people want to check in on us sometime, see how our conflict is going, you're welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're working, we're working through we're it. Working it's just through taking it. time. Yep. There is hurt there that we're trying to repair. Mm-hmm. But I th- I'm actually really excited. I'm happier than ever right now. Good. Just with us. Yeah. I feel like we're doing really good. I agree. I'm uh, excited for some things God's got brewing. And, uh, yeah. So. Cool. Thank you for listening all the way through if you're still here. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you're not overwhelmed with all of our yeah. <laughs> stuff. We will try to do a, a lighter one. A lighter, time. fun one for um, Wednesday. I guess this has to be posted on Monday now. Or the next time. Maybe it's not Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, whatever it is. (laughs) It'll be the next episode. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Tighter.